来。Hi, my name is Christine Burkett, the host and CEO of the Five Fs to Love brand. Of course, you know we have a podcast, and we also have an app and a card game. And I want to thank you to this live podcast. Tonight is going to be very different. Different in the sense of we're going to talk about how to find a dime, how to find your ten, how to find your one true love. So when you think about it, everybody's ten is different. My ten is going to be different than your ten. But you know what? We've got some people here who are experts tonight from two different perspectives of how to date a dime and how to live like a ten. He is a ten. He's a ten to most women all over America. So we're going to really find out what does that look like, what does that feel like, and what is it that you need to do in order to accomplish that goal of finding your one true love. But of course, as always, you guys know it's a live podcast, so I have my co-host here, Reggie Dillard. So Reggie, hi. How are you? You're in Detroit. Hey, thank you. I'm not the ten. I'm a nickel. So, <laughs> so it, it surely ain't me. Not all over the world. I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing fantastic. I flew in this morning from North Carolina, where it was sunny and warm, and it's a little bit chilly in Detroit. Oh my gosh, it's warm here. What are you kidding? We haven't put on like a windbreaker yet. Mine or two. We just we're just tipping a scarf. <laughs> We're not even wearing coats yet, Reggie. That's that North Carolina. I lived in Charlotte. This is winter in Charlotte. <laughs> okay, everybody, you can't hear the surprise <laughs> yeah. dance yet because he's like tuning in, but this you is... can't you can't hear him yet. But I want to tell you, Reggie, this is really good weather, and I hope you brought in some warmth because I need to get some work done. Like in the there you go. My, my heart's warm. Okay, well that's what my matters. Heart's your heart is warm. So guys, I'm going to tell you, our two guests tonight. I am just so excited about them. Our first guest is Chaya Perkins. Chaya Perkins is the author of How to Date a Dime, right? Or is it Get a Dime? Or is it to Earn a Dime? Find a Dime? How to Date a Dime. (laughs) It's How to Date a Dime. So the thing is, the concept behind How to Date a Dime is like everyone's thing. You want to find out how to find your 10, how to meet your 10, fall in love with your 10. And she's put together the roadmap. So I'm looking forward to hearing from her. And by the way, I'm going to tell you, if you guys don't have the book, you need to get the book. And she's going to tell you how to find the book because it's very impressive. And I think it'll give you a different perspective in helping you identify who you are and who that true dime is for you. But our next guest, I'm going to tell you, Chaya, he is definitely a rock star. If you Google Willie Burton and if you've ever seen him play on the courts, and that means basketball courts, you guys know he's a rock star. But now... After playing an MBA, he's a rock star in education. He has put together a program and a curriculum for athletes that have changed everything that you've ever thought about, what they can achieve and what they can do. So UXL is a program that he's actually created that will help students not only excel in their their selves academically, but socially. It's a social, emotional, and academic curriculum that's going to take skyrocket any type of sports program because if our kids do better in school, then they can achieve more in life. So Willie Burton, welcome aboard. I'm really happy to have you here. So you know you're the dime, right? You're the dime piece, and she's the person who wrote about how to get a dime? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I look at it like this from an athlete standpoint. A lot of times we don't realize what we are, you know? Okay. We really don't. Others see in us things that we don't see in ourselves at that very moment. 
but from an athlete perspective, and we'll go into a little bit, a little bit later in the show on the thinking of an athlete and the world in which we're in compared to that, those that are outside of that world and the different rules you mean associated like the regular with world? It. Because that would be the regular people like, well, like I us. wouldn't call it regular. I would, <laughs> I wouldn't call it regular because there are different worlds, period. There's, yeah. there's worlds in, 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 as far as a, a plant. There's worlds as far as corporate attorneys. There's worlds, there's worlds different worlds exist. Uh, and there's different rules associated with that. But I think we travel a lot more. Yeah. So a lot of times being coming close could cost you your job. Exactly. And that's mm. what we're going to talk about tonight. I think in a perspective, when you think about a dime, a lot of us think an athlete, that's the dime, that's the 10. But you know what? After tonight's show, you might take it a different perspective because, again, my 10, this may not be your 10. So that's what we're going to talk about. So, Chaya, we're going to start with you because this show was built around you. And, of course, I labeled it Mrs. Hitch because I love the concept of the show. Anybody's watched the movie, Mr. Hitch, I call her Mrs. Hitch. And I call her Mrs. Hitch because of the book that you wrote, you know, and how to date a dime. So how did you come up with that? I basically I wrote it for myself and I wasn't I wasn't finding the quality guys that I felt were good enough to date me. Call a little vain, but years of dating, being in a circle with other females who were dating the same way, you just you, you gather me and personality and you say, you know what, what is missing here? What is, what's, what's happening? Why is everyone dating the same? Why is, you know, somebody's talking to me the same way they've been talking to someone their whole time. What is missing? What is the, the, um, the formula here? I said, so let me just write about it. Let me just write, make a book to allow you to reset. You know, as, as adults, you are programmed, you really don't change how you date when you start dating your teenage years you know mm -hmm. you may date the same way your friend group date you may date the same way your family raised you to date your church you know mm -hmm. an adaptation of the way you date but my book is kind of like a reset you know let's get to your authentic self let's for you to date and find someone that's true to you that's perfect for you so I love that. Yes. So you kind of really looked at what you wanted in yeah. life and then created a roadmap for others to follow. Yeah I, did. I love that. Yeah all right, so did you meet your dime? Because I think you got married. I did meet my dime. <laughs> you did? So the book or he met me. He met his dime. He met his dime. I love that. Right. So all I have to say is, obviously, you always want to say when you you want to see if it's proof behind what she has done. Or yes. Written. Obviously so. Because I, I will vouch for her. And later on, you'll get a chance to see her amazing husband. But how long have you guys been married? Five and a half months. Five and a half months. Yes, like long time. <laughs> That's that afterglow moment. Yes, it's been great. It's it's been great. It's it, been great. And so, when you thought about writing the book, and then you met your husband, mm -hmm. did you say to yourself, "Okay, this this all makes sense. This is exactly where I wanted to be." Well, I met. I wrote the book in my single years, mm -hmm. and with no intentions, no expectations, because it was really like I know there's a need from mm -hmm. all the women that I, I encounter. So when I met my husband, I, truth be told, I told him not to read the book. I said, <laughs> I said don't read it. Cause last thing I need is someone trying to run game on me, you know? Right. So, but um, being the one for person he is, he literally dated me just like my book, but he never read it. So it was, wow. uh, it was all in divine order. It was all in divine it order. It was. Okay, wow. and I love that. So is there, like, once you get to the point where you've met your 10, mm -hmm. do you think 
there's more work to, in order to retain that relationship with that tip? It is. It definitely is. And that's the, that's the tell. And in my book, I do talk about how to, um, how to find the us. Um, but again, the, it's a, it's a so much more you could say about maintaining a relationship. And I think one of the key is for me is having a great friend group. You know, I have some wonderful ladies around me who are, um, in their own marriages and have wonderful marriages and, you know, just the teachings they have spread on me and the things we'll be all really authentic about, about how to live in love. Mm-hmm. Um, this has just been great. So that probably is my number two book. I love that. <laughs> how, to stay, I love that. how to stay married to a dime. How to stay married to a dime. Yes. Okay. So then Willie, when you look at it from a perspective as an athlete, do you see yourself as a dime? Do you see yourself as that 10 guy that most women would want? I start to see myself as that lately. But um, But when you were playing, did you see that? No, no. So when you were playing, you were just focused on, I need to be a high performing athlete. You were just focused on that. So when women were just tossing themselves at you, you were thinking you're not a basketball or what what were your thoughts? Well, that was like what in your 20s, right? Yeah, it really kind of skews you as far as your view of relationships. Mm -hmm. That's that's first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you have some of the most beautiful women with East Coast talk, Southern talk, uh, light skin, brown skin, dark skin, five foot, six foot um, professionals, mm-hmm. um, and even just some regular everyday working women. And you have your litter, your pick of the litter. But at the same time, you notice things that go on where it distances you from relationships. Okay. Because in that world, everything comes off, you know, people are who you think they are. And sometimes (laughs) they may act like that in that world, but when they leave that world, they're completely different. Mm -hmm. But yet when we see it for me, I can speak for myself when I see it, it developed in my mind that uh, you got to fill a woman out because you never know what's going on. So I have a lot of the same uh, issues within me that women have about guys. Okay, so it kind of desensitized you. Very much so. I would think so, because, and that's one of the things I often think about when I think about athletes and actors, especially um, African-American males, is because you do have so many things that are just freely given and thrown at you. How do you look at just another woman who's not doing that? You know, how do you view that versus the other? Do you feel like, oh, I can get this one because it's easy? Or are you really going to take the time to get to know the person who's not throwing herself at you? Because that's two different. I mean, I don't know if I'm a woman and I'm having guys throwing themselves at me and they're all gorgeous. I don't know if I really want to work that hard for the other guy. I just try. I'm just being honest. Like you just get in the mode of it's easy. Right. Do you really want to work that hard? Yeah. But the second thing that add to that is you have fuel to the fire with alcohol. Okay. When you have alcohol and everyone here can can think, you know, not like you're drinking wine and everybody's sitting back now like like we're doing here. Right. But when you're at a bar, you're drinking, you have a couple of drinks mm-hmm. that got a little kick and you get to a point where I'm going to be honest with you. You get tired of the women. Everybody just ignore Reggie. I see alcohol. It's a live show. We know how Reggie acts. OK, it's an expectation. But go ahead. Reggie's like, he said wine, I'm sipping. Okay. So in reality, you really get tired of the women. It's just like if you eat, if you go up and you eat cookies for a week, it's no different. You will feel the same way. Listen, there are not enough days and not enough hours 
for you to go through all the women that'll come up to you. I'm, I'm telling you, some people sitting there like, ooh, I wish I had that problem. Well, you feel the same way I feel. You get exhausted. You, you, you get exhausted from it, and then you really don't want to be involved, but then guess what? We're isolated and alone. Mm-hmm. I'm on the road in a hotel, and I'm sitting there, and I got nothing else to do. Sometimes I want a conversation. Right. So, again, it switches with that guy. Oh, yeah, let's sit down and have a conversation. When Meanwhile, they got motors of their own the entire time. Mm-hmm. So that's just a different perspective. And that is so. And but, but you know, and, and I'm going to say this too. If you guys have not viewed him before, Reggie is actually married to a dime. Most mm. people, whether it's male or female, want to be married to a doctor, a lawyer, an architect, an attorney. He's married to a doctor. Mm-hmm. So Reggie, from your perspective, I mean, how worked did you? How hard did you work to get her? I mean, I know the story, and you guys know I love telling Ooh. it. But Reggie, how, <laughs> how hard did you work? Other than driving hours on the road before you, <laughs> you know, I'm, saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just no. So, um, the, 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 the work, the work for me, is probably what we're going to come to before. Is I had to develop character before I yeah. even met her. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. developing my character, I was looking for character. So the high quality of person of the profession and the education level that she was, was very secondary in our relationship. We were two high character people mm-hmm. and are two high character people. Now, the fact that she became a, a doctor and was had graduated med school uh, during our relationship made her more of a, um, what's the word, anomaly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that made it seem like, wow, you know, but at the end of the day, we're coming home and we are a good man and a good woman, a good husband and a good wife. Our titles and our professions, however great they may be, especially for her, it doesn't supersede what her character is inside. And um, for me, dating her meant that she has a lot more to choose from than I did. And I'm never going to be the greatest looking guy in the room. I'm never going to be the richest guy in the room. I just need to be the only me in the room. I can't be Willie. I can't be somebody else. You know what I mean? So I had to make sure. amazing husband? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Can we call his name out, Chaya? You can, John. I just want to say, ladies, we're going to show them later. (laughs) I just want to say tonight when I saw him, I thought I was looking at GQ magazine. I just want to throw that out there. You can't see him, but you will in a minute. You know what I mean? And I I said, who dressed you? He said me in in 10 minutes. I mean, if he did that in 10 minutes, I would hate to see what a good hour looks like. He was like in 10 minutes. Okay, Char, we're back, though. Okay. Okay. So, Reggie, I really like your perspective when you said at the end of the day, when we close the door, it's just me and it's just her. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when people feel that they're dating a 10, that's the one thing they overlook. Mm-hmm. But you'll take a lot of crap off of someone when you think, oh, this is a 10 and I just got to do what I got to do to maintain right. or keep them. And you let them treat you like crap. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you're still just who you are. Right. You know, and I think that's a fantastic perspective. I, I think like in my world, the only thing that confuses me is that when people meet me, depending on how they met me, they see me as this different person and they don't understand at the end of the day, if you were at my house, 
I have on a pair of jogging pants and a t-shirt and probably a baseball cap. <laughs> and I have like boots. I have like books around me. Like I'm not right. I'm not this person. Right. I'm this person because I'm out, right? And Willie, don't you say a thing because Willie knows me, everybody. Just he knows me and he knows me. This not personally as friends. Watch yourself. <laughs> but what I say is <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that it's so funny because people meet me and they just think, oh, she's this person. Right. No, I'm not. I'm really totally yeah. different. I think men, uh, I've been told that I'm an intimidating. Yeah. I'm intimidating when I talk about what I know, but I'm not intimidating if we were just sitting there talking about the grass is growing and I'm like, okay, well, let me go start up the lawnmower because I'm going to go cut the grass. Right. Am I intimidating when I'm cutting the grass? <laughs> so I don't know what right. to say. Probably you know? to them. Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. But did, I mean, when you were out dating, you were thinking about this book, did men feel that you were intimidating? Yeah, I, I think mainly because I was independent. You know, I think that's a huge thing with men. Um, when you are operating in your, your by the own your own rules in your own life, right. and no one else um, dictates those rules, not by you know force. It's just it's my life, so somebody got to rule it. So exactly. right, <laughs> so let me rule my life. But I am open for someone to come in and you know join my life, and I think that at that point is, is intimidating because you um, they don't know how to jump in. It's like a game of double dutch. And you know, you know what? I think like for men, women will manipulate, not manipulate, well, they will uh, change themselves. We will. We you will. will go from a butterfly to a caterpillar. Mm -hmm. But men sometimes have a really hard time just adjusting to be with a woman who is successful and yeah. just allowing her because I, I think we're still women. It's just like you said, you're just in yeah. charge of your life. And I right. I feel like, well, I'm not coming off like a, uh, as somebody says, a bitch or aggressive. It's just, mm -hmm. I got to work hard. Exactly. You know, when you own an IT <clears> consulting <throat> firm and you're the only female in that world, mm -hmm. I can't come off like a girl. Right. I got to come in there like a beast, like I know my stuff and this is what's happening. Right. When I decided to create this app and this brand, mm -hmm. I wasn't sitting around while well, I was eating marshmallows, but I wasn't just sitting around <laughs> I chunked up a little bit during the creation time of this, but that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is it took, it took a lot of time yeah. and it took a lot of time to create an algorithm that will work. But the thing is, I'm very sure willing with women approach you all day, every day. Yeah. There's probably not a moment you're not being approached. Yeah. I, I, I can't say this much. Um, to his point, you know, when you're meeting someone, you have to have your character together. Mm -hmm. And this has been a process for me coming off the basketball court mm -hmm. and coming out of that world. Um, I, I literally hide. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I hide. And I try not to go places where there's going to be too much alcohol consumed because they watch your social media pages to see where you're going. Yeah. And I've done, I've known this for years, kind of like when, it, when we were in the NBA, you know, they taught us what people, how people were going to be around us, that they were going to be watching us. And so for me, um, it's good for me just to stay out of those environments um, because, you know, I'm not, I'm not alone anymore. Right. But, you know, the person I'm dating now, um, you know, I feel better about it. But if I was alone and I'm sitting there talking to somebody you know, in my past, I mean, I'm just saying this is my thought process because this is the world that I knew. Mm -hmm. I knew this world from the time I was 18 until I was in my 40s. And mm -hmm. ladies, all of you who are watching thinking he's amazing and I was trying to figure out how to get in contact with him. 
Yes, he did just announce that he's with someone, but that doesn't mean you shut us off. <laughs> I want you to continue to watch, okay? Because <laughs> I got someone like, I can't believe Done. that. Hot damn. Right. I thought I was able to get into that DM. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right now. Right. I mean, DM, that's okay. But I'm just saying he is taking it. And by the way, she is absolutely awesome. But we won't get into that, but she is awesome. Okay. Charlie, so, I'm yeah. Make a sure. Um, when we, we talk about men being intimidated by women, mm-hmm. I think that that's misunderstood between men and women. And I think women see intimidation, men see lack of a place where I'm needed. And like an athlete, if you've been playing um, the quarterback position your whole life, and then when you get drafted, they say, I'm going to make you a receiver. It's not an intimidation. It's like, wow, I don't have the skill set. I may have the athleticism to play. So you're wide basically receiver. saying you can't go from being a butterfly to a caterpillar back to a butterfly. Is that it, what we're saying? You can you you can do it. It's just a little fear in doing it. It's the fear that how successful will I be in doing it? So the intimidation when we see highly successful highly successful women is not because we're in fear of your success. It's like where can I fit in her life and what can I bring as a man to that situation? And but why don't you just ask her? Right. Because whose thought is that to it, think it's, that way? It's, it, it's just as hard to ask that question as it was to go up to a dime and say, hey, how you doing? Well, Reggie, I mean, do you know, you know, watch this, for a man to meet a dime across the room before he met you, it was minutes of contemplation that went on before he even said hello. And it should be because I'm amazing and Chai is amazing. Absolutely. It should be a moment. You should, you should really be thinking about whether or not I'm even going to respond. And I, yeah. I, I understand that because yeah. I understand now how women felt when they were approaching me, how they were, yeah, right. So, you know, and I say that and I say this jokingly. Uh, when I say, you know, people should think about what they're going to say before they approach Absolutely. me. But I'm going to tell you, my brother and I, we go out all the time, especially before the pandemic. And we would go to the same spot all the time and have a good time. I would send drinks to guys. Yep. And they would know that it's me sending them a drink. And do you know, they were very skeptical about coming to me. My brother would sit there and women <laughs> would just throw him drinks like it was a free <laughs> And they would be like, oh, my God, I'm high. They didn't even know if I was his wife. I'm like. I could be married to him. Are you playing? Right? Right. Like they didn't even care. But right. you know what? I was drinking all those drinks. That's <laughs> attractive. All of them. A, 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 a man with a woman is attractive to women. A woman with a man is hands off because you're like, man, he, see, he, he'll, he'll try problem, to kill me. Right? But see, the thing is, so really, that's my point. When you're out, do women still feel like it's okay to approach you when you're out on a date? I do things to avoid that. Constantly. Mm. Um, I never really look women in their eyes. I never pay too much attention to women. Um, besides being very you friendly. Are taller than everyone, so yeah. Besides being be- very friendly. You anyway. mm-hmm. I don't want to send off any kind of signals of That's availability. My head is open, my eyes are blinking, smiling. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to send off anything that will it's like well, I'm, I'm I'm in a room full of bees and I'm slinging some honey. I don't want to do that. That's not what okay. I, I would like to do, preferably. Right. But to his point, as an athlete, for me, person I'm with now, Tiffany Tilly, she is state elected official. 
I Wait, love. Anybody, I, you see how he threw her name out? I <laughs> love hiding behind. I love hiding behind her fame because not everybody's paying attention to her right. and less attention to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I. But I. I know this road though. I know mm. how to look presentable in public. I know how you're supposed to dress. I know the conversations you hold. I know the type of people you should be around. I know this world. So I, I like sitting in the back seat, which I can't sit in the back seat completely. By the way, because he's huge. He's yeah. So, Willie, how tall are you? 6'8". I didn't want to do a shout out on that, but I just <laughs> want to say it's hard for him to sit back in the cut. <laughs> so I love sitting back, yeah. talking to her along the journey and telling her this. Watch out for that turn over here without being in the front. Wow. But does it really help That's that you, you've already had your moment, that you've had your moment in life where you've had that thing happen and, and you can help her manage it and you can also respect it by being a supportive person in a relationship with a woman who's a powerhouse? Yes. Yes, I got I got a lot to learn, but that's one thing right now that I I got I got my hands on that one. Okay, and I'm gonna say I applaud you because I'm gonna say most men that's that's they're not in that space. I've had and unfortunately just going through this process of launching a brand, I was in a really, really good relationship. Well, so I thought mm -hmm. I was in a good relationship. In a minute, my marketing team called to vet him before we were supposed to go on a show. He decided, his comment was to me, I don't want to be Mr. Burkett. And he broke up with me. Now, mind you, this wow. actually happened. What was it, the day of my birthday or the day before my birthday? At the same time, wow. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? What is this moment looking like for me? Right. Is it supposed to be happening? Right. Now, mind you, it could have been maybe he wasn't ready, right? And maybe that was the right thing that was right. supposed he to happen. Right. He did you a favor. He did me a favor. Right. So that was right. a lot of ways. I bet that's a point in her book. <laughs> right. And that's, that's my whole point. So when you fall into yeah. those moments, and will you live right into it, Chaya? For me, that moment was like huge. Here I have this big app coming out. I'm really excited mm -hmm. about it. I wanted him to do the interview with me. And then he just kind of like, I don't want to be Mr. Burkett. And I kept saying to myself, oh, my God, one of the things you said you love about me is the way I wash your clothes. I, like, that was the highlight. He said, the thing I remember most about you is that the clothes are always white. My white shirts are always white and laundry smells so good. So obviously I'm right. not that person because right. I'm still doing your laundry. Exactly. Right? Exactly. But yeah. So what do you think? Is that in your book? Like, is that something that? Well, the the thing is, that, like I said, I, it's a tone when I'm talking to mm -hmm. men and how the first chapter is about um, it's, it, it's really empowerment. I'm not bashing it. I love men. I think there are some I know some amazing men in my in my life um, has passed. Uh, along the lines have met amazing men. I think that they deserve amazing women. However, um, you have to believe that you were created to receive that amazing woman. So, and if you're not, then you're not ready. Then step back, then let her be. Don't ruin someone's life just because you're not ready, just because you want somebody to sit next to you or, or uh, attend a party with you or, you know, go to Thanksgiving dinner with you, you know, stop at stop your mom from asking you a million questions on when you will get married like those yeah. type of things like when you are just filling in a person just so uh, because it looks good that's never never an option and um that's the actually the first chapter of my book is is that you it. were created for this so obviously i need mm -hmm. to read the first chapter but before we go any further you guys know we have to do our commercial breaks so we're gonna have to go to commercial and we'll be right back
Thanks and welcome back to the Five F's to Love podcast. So if you missed the first segment, we really did kind of like a deep dive and maybe I shared too much about me being dumped. But what we talked about is how Chaya's book is going to help me, which is in chapter one. So obviously I need to get on top of this so that I can find my dime. And if you want to know how I got dumped, you're going to have to go back and watch segment one. <laughs> and we also, if you're just joining in and you guys are looking at Willie Burton, of course, yes, he is a formal NBA player and he is taken. We won't throw her name out because he already threw it out. <laughs> but I'm just going to say she's super, super awesome. I just want to say that. So if you don't know who she is, Google him. You'll find out who she is. She's awesome. And she is local here. So let's go back. Reggie married a dime. Mm -hmm. You married a dime. I did. He is a dime dating a dime. Mm -hmm. Do we see an issue here? I'm the only <laughs> one that's a dime that doesn't have a dime. I just want to throw that out before we go deep into this segment. Okay, so here we go. So when we think about the things that we truly want in a relationship, you guys are all walking around right now in this moment, in this space. Do you feel like you're all those things you need to be for people to see you as a dime? I think I think that it's a misconception, uh, mis misconception that um, what how we define dime, because it's not a universal term. You know, just like all right, you got to have a job, money. You know, you got to be socially accepted and things like that. Everybody's top ten is different. Right. What makes you tick? What makes me tick? What makes Reggie tick? It's all different. So what is perfection to me is not perfection to somebody else. And it's okay. So when I say, um, you know, how to date a dime is how to date the perfect person for you. Because you may not like long walks on a beach, but and you may find somebody who don't like them either. Guys are made a match made in heaven. But it's finding your combination, your own take on what fulfills you and aligning yourself with that person. And I think that's the biggest problem because a lot of people are not authentic on who they are. So you don't know how mm -hmm. to attract what you need. Um, and you just have to be really real about yourself. You know? So if you missed segment one, you guys don't know that she's married to a GQ model. <laughs> and so that's no GQ. So no, he looks like a GQ model, but he actually runs his own construction company. He's pretty amazing. And he does dress like a GQ model. But I'm just saying. What's so, the help with me? <laughs> I'm sorry, with the help of Chaya, we're going to throw that in, with the help of Chaya. So when, when you wake up every day, and, and we know that you, and I'm talking to you, Willie, we know that you have lived in that world. But before we went in second one, you talked about being behind a woman who is a powerhouse and how you're there for her to support her in that world. Now, how does that make you feel? Because obviously you're already stamped and approved 10. Like you're there, all right? You've got the, the, you know, you got the stamps, okay? But now you're a 10 supporting a 10. So you guys would be like what we call the power couple. You guys are like the top 20. That's the so, term she uses. That's the term she uses, uh, power couple, power couple. I, you know, I, me personally, mm -hmm. I have to be careful of that word, mm -hmm. uh, power. Um, I mm. think one of the things you have to do is try to be who you are because you can get lost in that world mm -hmm. it was real easy because guess what you across the room from somebody you saw on tv that you always wanted me for 10 20 years mm -hmm. it's so many things that could pull you astray or pull your mind or your commitment to the other person at any given moment mm -hmm. anytime i mean people i mean I, I wish i could go on but i mean i'll give you an idea mm -hmm. everyone knows muhammad ali right yeah okay 
I'm just going to give you something. This is from a male perspective. Mm -hmm. and, and, and most men can understand what I'm saying. I walk into Joe Stonecrab down in Miami. I was mm -hmm. playing with the Miami Heat at the time. And I hear somebody say, hey, hey, Willie. Hey, Willie. Hey, Willie, come on over here. You know who that person was? Oh. Angelo Dundee. So, so, so these are the kind of things that can happen where you get completely spun off and thrown off. And it could be somebody from the opposite sex also. Mm -hmm. Where if you're not careful and your commitment is out there with that individual, regardless of this world, mm -hmm. you might have problems. Okay, so before we go any further, just to let you know, he really just dropped some chronic on us right there. <laughs> Y'all weren't listening. So Anissa, she says, anything that comes too easy is not appreciated. There is value in taking time to peel back the layers of someone's personality. I love that, Anissa. And you're so right. I think people have amazing personalities, and sometimes we overlook them because they are the thing that we sought after. One of the things that Willie just said is that, you know, you're sitting across the table or sitting next to somebody who you've seen on television, mm -hmm. and you're just so in awe with them that you need to understand there's something, there's something bigger, there's something more behind it. And Eric, oh, Eric, first time watcher and also my BFF. Hi, Eric. Okay, so Eric is watching. He says, it's a myth that men are intimidated by successful women. It is masculine energy that brings and that pushes the men away. And I'm going to say, if you guys ever met Eric, he is a 10. He's an amazing engineer and he's super, super awesome. And just he's a GQ model too, like a walking J. Crew model. I'm going to say he's J. Crew. But I'm going to tell you, and you're right, I think that if a man brings that masculinity, and that's one of the things I think I said before, I'm very much attracted to men who just have a really strong personality. Yep. I, I don't want to know, call it confidence or arrogance, but mm -hmm. I like that guy. Mm -hmm. Because to me, I'm going to huddle behind you and do my thing. Yeah. I don't like to be the person that stands out in the crowd. And unfortunately, because of what I do, I often do, right? And I don't like that all the time, but I definitely like somebody who I can just appear behind, like I can just get behind them. So I do like yeah. that. So Eric, you're right. I think it's it, that that's that's huge. Yeah. The masculine energy that he was referring to was women's masculine energy. Oh no, I was going to get to that. Because what happens in the in the corporate sector mm -hmm. is, like you said, women are are, are required to be powerhouse. But why do we call that bosses. masculine energy? Right. Because that's when let's get to that. And Eric, no, Eric I'm going to call you after the podcast. It's it, it, it's not because it's mm -hmm. it, it's dominant energy. So what happens is when that energy isn't left in the corporate setting and it comes into the home and mm. it becomes now I'm bossing you around like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I don't Can work we go for back you. back to masculine energy? Part? Yeah, I just mm -hmm. think that it's it, I think it's I think it's unfair for as a woman, we are we have so many rules. You know, you have to leave this there. You can't be here. Don't say this too hard. You may, you know, you may in insult this person. Like, if we have a strong personality, it's just as a strong, it's labeled, it should be just as labeled the same as a man having a strong personality. Exactly. And if it doesn't agree with you, uh, the man it doesn't agree with you, then say, I don't like strong personalities. Not that she's masculine. I don't like that masculine feature. It's not that you just don't like strong personalities. Move on. And but I, and I'll say this too that when you think about it, big picture, and I'll be honest with you, the the person I am at work managing my team is not the person I am at home. 
Mm -hmm. But the thing is, sometimes in that relationship, you force me to be that person. Yes. And I don't like to be that person. Yes. And I will tell you, when I was married, uh, and by the way, I was married, um, and obviously I'm no longer married. Um, and it was a good, it was a good breakup, everybody, but don't get into it with me. Um, and we're still friends right now. The point is, is that he wasn't a leader in that facet. Mm -hmm. He brought his check to me. He was just like, I know she's going to pay all the bills. Mm -hmm. You know, he wanted a new TV. It would be three TVs delivered the next day. Mm -hmm. I mean, he just, his attitude was, you got it. And you know why? He grew up that way. His mother managed everything. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, I grew up in a house where my father managed everything. So right. it was a conflict. Right. It was like. What is happening? Why right. am I collecting checks? Why am I worrying about investments? Why am I trying to get the stock portfolio right. together? But he made me go, get into that role. Mm -hmm. So in turn, it was just it came it just turned into a thing of why am I the boss? Why am I I'm boss? the boss at work and I'm the boss when I get home and it didn't work out for me. Mm -hmm. So the reason why we did get a divorce is because he wasn't a right fit for me. Mm -hmm. I need somebody who's going to be the boss. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the boss. And to mm -hmm. her point, it doesn't make me masculine eric washington it doesn't make me masculine <laughs> energy it just simply says that i'm one hot mama yes. that's all <laughs> i think i'm a fun hot mama but what there I mean? is there are women who and there are men yeah. who love for their women to be the boss they and do. they take the back seat and it's fine and that's okay that's okay too i mean whatever floats your boat whatever yin yang you happens in your household is is fine but i think that you allow you are allowed to want what you want desire what you desire because you have to be with that person i agree it's, is tiffany i'm sorry is tiffany a powerhouse when she's home um she's a powerhouse but i'm at the end of the day the direction we're going to go and i'm going to leave but i don't have to be loud and boisterous about it see that's what i and mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying so I, you need to but you have to, you have to, it's like she said, though, you have to have faith that a person has been there and know some things right. to, in order to do that. Um, and it, again, to her point, you have to know the kind of person that's right for you. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? What right. type of person that, that, um, that you are going to get along with, you know, is it a 50, 50? I don't have to stand up on the top of the chair and beat the drum or any of that. I like to, I like to, I know how things are supposed to be. I know. You know, if, you know, if we're going to get a, the shower redone, how to get it done. You go, you go here, you pick these tiles out. You can go pick the most expensive tiles out, but you can go. <laughs> and if you want it marble, you go to, you go to the, to the, mar, uh, to the granite slab. Mm -hmm. You go ask them for the clearance slabs. Mm -hmm. And he's, he, your husband's a builder. You know what yes. I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And if the colors are cool, you build a bathroom after that because now you didn't save 70% of your money on your bathroom. Exactly. Mm -hmm. See, exactly. I see, I know how to do that right. stuff. You know, and, and look to build a fence with 17 pillars and wrought iron gate. I've done all of this. You know, mm -hmm. I, I have experience at this. And sometimes a female has to have, a, have, has to have confidence that a you know the person the confidence. can do yeah, that but do but that. but don't, don't go pick somebody away. but don't go pick somebody right. who can't do it and right. then want to talk about them because they Parado. can't do it that's right. wrong right and that's don't measure up 100 and i will yeah. say this there are some women who are powerhouses and can't be disrespectful in their household oh definitely. definitely and i've seen it happen so i'm not going to say it doesn't happen definitely and i'm going to i'm not going to say that's acceptable i think in a relationship no one should ever raise their voice at anyone and it should just be a conversation mm -hmm. i think it takes two people to be in an amazing relationship well, and everybody has a role but before we go any further you guys know we have to go to commercial and when we come back we're going to play the five f's to love card game
I welcome you to My Shy Life. I'm Shia Perkins, brand creator, author, and lifestyle coach. My mission is to share solutions on how to successfully exist across all relationships, romantic, social, platonic, and professional. I offer lifestyle and dating coaching services, provide personal development skills that will inspire and empower. Pick up a copy of my book, How to Date a Dime, a dating guide for men who want to date their own perfect ten. You will find that my book brings a fresh approach to the art of relationship building, armed with intuitive wit, proven lifestyle tools, and the ability to guide individuals into a reality of what it takes to find a perfect mate confidently and effectively. Visit my website, myshylife.com, and order your copy today. Ladies. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Five Acts to Love live podcast. So you guys, second segment was absolutely amazing. And we talked about so many things that went from, are you dating the right person? Do you want to date a woman who has that, what you call masculine personality, who's a powerhouse, who may just may be a sheep when you get them home. But you have to find out what your 10 is and what the best fit is for you. And that's what the show is all about. Again, everybody's 10 is different. And you really need to think about, I don't know, who you want to be with. So I'm going to tell you, if you do, you can start by downloading the 5Fs to Love app. And if you have iOS, you can download it now and find out if you're compatible with the person that you're married to or the person you're dating or the person you're thinking about dating. But while you're downloading the app, let's play the game. So our questions today are actually from the 5Fs to Love card game. And we're going to start with some financial questions today. So our questions today from the financial section is something that Reggie and I have often talked about. When dating, who is responsible for the dating expenses? Would that be the woman, the man, or does it depends on who asked or both? So Reggie, who's responsible? The woman, the man, whomever asked or both? When I was dating, it was me. Okay. However, I do believe that Whoever asks for the date supposed to have the, the plans for the time, the where to's, the how to's, and the finances for it. So you're saying it's you, but whoever asks should be paying for it. I, but okay. you understand, I dated 20, 25 years ago. Right. This, Things are very different right <laughs> yes. now. Okay, so we're going to give you, you're going to say C, whoever asks. Correct? Whoever asks. But okay. however, the problem is. When people understand that, you're going to have some people who just ain't going to okay. ask. <laughs> That's true. So, Chaya, who do you think it is? Um, he should. He should and pay he, all yes. the time. By the way, it's a shout out right now in the audience. We'll get to the audience members in just a minute. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I think he should be expected to pay all the he time. He should be expected He may pay. not pay all the time. But, but he should be expected he to is pay. definitely expected to pay all the time. Okay. And, Willie, what do you think? From my world, uh, I come from... Paying for my dates and everybody else's dates too. Hey, cuz I'm taking this girl out around here. Give me some money to go out. Oh so boy. I'm used to doing all that. But for me, in my perspective, where I value and, and the respect for me comes with the woman is it, it was both. Because you're both in this, you're both pulling, pulling, towing something together and you're in it together. Mm-hmm. Me clearly is both because now, now it's not about how you always see me, it's about women empowering themselves, stepping up into a different direction, and also taking the responsibility of being in that position, especially when it's respected and reciprocated. It should not be one way. And, and, and you know what? Means commitment. 
-hmm. And I'm going to say to you guys, I'm a both. I don't think it's any one person's uh, job to pay for the meal. But I do think the first date, I would like to be treated like a lady and I would like flowers and I would like you to pay for the date. And you just get a kiss at the end. That's all we're, that's all that's happening. So if you want to take me on the first date, I like white and yellow roses. Okay, there we go. So that's for the people watching. Okay, our next question. Okay, so our next financial question is, if your significant other had a financial debt of 250K or more, how would that impact your relationship? Willie, I'm going to start with you. Well, I'm kind of used to that, so. <laughs> um, See how the worlds are different? It's like, oh, 250? Wait till you get to me. It's not going to be the same. I'll be like, what? Yeah, I'm kind of used to that. How would that impact? Um, you just have to, you have to monitor them a little closer when you get to that, to that extent. How did you get here? Mm -hmm. So I, it, how I would see them, I would have to, watch them and it's almost like a kid take away some of your toys mm -hmm. you know because you'll get yourself into something mm -hmm. you'll get us into something right it's not just you you pulling me with you so okay. if you fall off is a rope tied to you i got to try to hang on from falling if that makes sense it does. No, I, so that's I the it. impact so chaya what's the impact for you i, I and it's kind of similar to, to what his response was but I, I i'm not i'm not gonna run for the hills yet but <laughs> Yes. But I, I guess I got my eye open. You got but the stiletto in the door. I got, I got my eye open. But you know what? I would look for the characteristics that brought him to that place. Like, what, you know, was it a bad investment? Was right. it, you know, your education? Was it, you know, or were you just blowing it and not paying on your bills? Like, I need to know what the root was, uh -huh. you know, because a lot of things, you know, we do different things in, in different parts of our lives. So I won't um, run for the hills immediately. But I would get to the root of it. Like, what are you bad at right. <laughs> with money? Like, where did it occur? You know, I might come from anything. Right. It could come from gambling. It could have been paying off your mom's health bills. Right. A family right. member. It could be anything. It could be right. anything, it could but be it gets to the root. And then at that root, where it derived from, then I, would ha I have to make my assessment from there. Because okay. it is, if it is gambling, you know, I can't, I can't build my house on on, on the gamut. Exactly. <laughs> and that's something you want to know. So what would you do, Reggie? Would you have for the heels? Okay. I think you have to figure out uh, when you get married to somebody, you're, you are assuming their debt, their children, and their family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you really have to just assess whether it's worth it or not. And yeah. Make it make an investment. Make I, an investment. I, I would I would do it mm -hmm. if I'm deciding to marry her. I already know it and I've already agreed to it. Okay, so for me, if you have enough money to cover that debt, we're good. If you don't, we're gonna have to talk about it. And if it's related to something that's not positive, like gambling, drugs, something like that, mm -hmm. we won't be together. Mm -hmm. Okay, Absolutely. awesome. I answered very quickly. You just cut half the people off on that thing, probably. So this next thing is about working out. And the five F's to love, there's 2,500 uh, 2, questions. And all of them are related to real questions and things that you should talk about in a relationship, whether you're married, dating, or just starting to get together. So one of the things we want to talk about is workout and health, because tens you are always consumed with the body, right? A lot of tens are, if you think you're a 10. I'm like a 9.5, and my 0.5 is this right here, this weight thing. 
So to lose weight, Reggie, would you have surgery, change your diet and work out, do a 30 day carb fast or do a 30 day liquid diet? What would you do? Um, what was B, uh, change my diet and workout. Okay. What would you do, Chaya? Um, carb fast, which okay. is where I'm currently doing right now. Okay. <laughs> and what would you do? I would, I would change my diet and workout. And you know what? I think for women, the reason why we do carbs, because carbs add to areas that men love, but we can't get in our clothes. <laughs> so that's the reason why she said carb and I'm with her on the carb, yeah. but I'm also not opposed to a little, uh, liposuction. <laughs> Okay. Me I just want to throw that out there. I'm not opposed to a little lipo. Okay. So our next question um, is physically, physically describe the type of person you are attracted to. So Willie, we're going to start with you. You got to start with me on this one. How you good? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, buddy, start with you. Physically. Yeah. Shapely. Mm -hmm. Light skin. Mm -hmm. Say okay. physically. Ladies, by the way, we've already discussed this. <laughs> in segment two or segment three, her name is Tiffany. She's in politics. You really don't want to mess with her. And she is light-skinned and shapely. And she's a powerhouse. She's a definite 10. So I just want to throw that out there just in case you think about DMing them. Okay. By the way, men, Chaya is married. Her husband is here. He's a GQ construction worker. Okay, let's go. Chaya... Just um, go ahead. Like, are you describing your husband? I, I am currently describing my husband because oh. prior to him, I did not have a type. But what's your yeah, type? My, my type is light-skinned, bearded, and GQ. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we're going to put the camera on him shortly. Don't worry about it, ladies. You get a chance to see it. Reggie, what's your type? She looks just like my wife. Look oh, up. my God. <laughs> I just want to say my, my 10, and, and people often say that I'm hilarious when I say this. Very hilarious. I just want to say I need you to be at least six foot tall to ride this ride. I got to think about being taller than the guy that I'm with. And I really do because I love heels. I just want to be honest about that. I tried to date a, I tried to date a little person, and it didn't work out. Okay, so I just want to throw that out. Oh, and I'm being respectful. A little person. I just this means so much shorter than you. A little person. Okay. <laughs> just, just want to be clear about what that was. I just want to say a, a little person. It's my height or shorter, and I I like. Six foot tall. Oh, and the color is not that big of a deal, but you have to be like six foot tall. Okay, so cooking. Cooking is so important in relationships, right? Because I think sometimes men have an expectation, sometimes women do. So on this one, I'll actually start with me. When preparing a uh, for a formal dinner party for four people, do you prepare? And I normally do a four-course meal, mm -hmm. at least a three, right? Mm -hmm. And, and I know everybody's saying, well, Christine, we know you don't cook. I didn't say I personally, I'm going to go buy it or pay somebody to make it. But I know how to set a table, right? right? And that's one of the things. So when you started dating, not you, Reggie, I already know the answer to this. We won't be asking Reggie this question. <laughs> when you were dating, was there an expectation that he would know how to, you know, uh, order a meal for you or to prepare a meal for you? Like, how did that work out? Well, for the first four months of us dating, he didn't even know I know that I cooked because I I didn't do that. So we ate out. We we went out, had fun, and ate out. And I think I made him tacos one time after four months, and he was like, 
I'll marry you. So <laughs> oh my God, it's a, it was a taco. a taco. He would say differently. Right, but, <laughs> right? All I'm saying is I met his taco. mom. I met his mama after the taco. Honey, can you but give me that taco? <laughs> Ladies, I know y'all. Let me check my DM. I know y'all asking me right now that taco recipe. I know. All right, y'all. Exactly. Don't eat the beans and rice. Y'all already know. I'm going to put that out there, okay? We're going to get that taco recipe. I purposely did not cook for it. I didn't cook because I didn't want to. I'm not that person to come out the gate thinking I can eat. That, that this is happening. Right. Okay. Because it may not. So I don't need to. I like that. I like your attitude about it. Um, so Willie, I mean, what does she do? Does, does she say, okay, I'm going to cook you a meal or has she not cooked you a meal? Like, how did this work? She's cooked me a meal. She's, she can cook. But when it comes to preparing a form of dinner for others. Yeah. I'll take her suggestion on it because I'm used to being the one that arrives at the formal dinners mm. and everything is set up. I get on the plane. My plane is just like a restaurant. You know, when, after I finish a game, everything is there. So this is not my field of expertise. So I have no problem going, hey, what do you think? Yeah. You know, you know what? I, I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> his perspective on life, isn't that awesome? He just gets on a plane and it's like <laughs> happening. I'm going to tell you right now, I've been on one private jet um, and it was a friend of mine. And I said I needed to go somewhere. And they said, meet me at the airport over at the smaller airport. Signature. And, and I was just like, What's happening? I get to the airport, and next thing I know, he's dropping down this ladder. He says, we get on the plane. I said, we were just talking. He said, but do you want to go somewhere? I was like, why am I not your girlfriend? Why am I just your friend? What is happening? This is how your girlfriend, is why she lives her life? I was like, this is amazing. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to bust my butt. I want a plane. That was a, that was a rock star moment. You had a girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. He's one of my really good friends. Like, you're one of my really good friends. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if I call him and say I need a break, and, and he lives in Vegas. Like, and I was just like, he said, Oh, I was, when I was talking to you, I was going by. So I just called in to see if we could link. Who does that? Like, that's some real, you know what I'm that's saying? That's some baller stuff. Right I there. know, right? <laughs> I, I was like, I could send you an Uber. <laughs> I know, right? Reggie, right? You can send me an Uber. Okay, I'm going to tell you, as oftentimes it's so funny, this, this is like silly questions, but what was your favorite TV show growing up? Oh, the Cosby's. The Cosby's? What was yours, Reggie? Thelma. Good times, baby. I knew somebody was going to say Thelma. <laughs> Thelma. Oh, Thelma. Thelma. Okay, Willie, what are you going to say, Thelma? <laughs> you say good times? This goes into all the stuff we're talking about, you know? Good times. And then I'm sitting up, sitting right here from right here to right there with Jimmy Walker. And then somebody else I know, I ain't going to say no names, is dating Thelma. Uh, I heard that. I mean, life is a trip, man. If I could, if I could tell stuff, man, you Keen, know I'm, the dude that was dating Thelma. If I could, if I could tell, if I could tell people, if I could tell, and a lot of people don't know that y'all got somebody to me that she, I probably go home with Tiffany. She could be like, for real, <laughs> you know? Right. I, it's a lot of secrets in 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 where we are with a lot of people, but man, that, that's why I tell kids. Just because you look at a TV dream, you never mm -hmm. know. I'm sitting up here and JJ talks just like he just he holds a conversation just like you see him acting. Really? He talks exactly like wow. that. Mm -hmm. That's you know? amazing. What I'm going to tell you, my favorite show growing up was Charlie. Bernadette Angel. is her name. Charlie's Angel. Bernadette. Yeah, Bernadette. <laughs> Bernadette is Thelma's real name for yeah. all Bernadette the guys that are ruling over this time. 
And by the way, I didn't yeah. like good times growing up. And the reason why I didn't like good times because I was just like, why are we always in the projects? Why are we always it's struggling? And it's like, like we always trying to do a come up. And I didn't like good times, but I will say to you, I love Charlie's Angels. You know why? Because those women were fashionable and couture and kicking ass every week. None of them had a butt. It didn't matter. (laughs) It didn't matter. It was just that they were fabulous. And to me, I was just like, I want to be fabulous. I want to be kicking butt. And guess what? I grew up kicking butt and wearing fabulous. So it matters what you watch growing up, kids. Watch the right things. That's all I got to say. But by the way, you're right. Nobody had, they were, you know, hey, that was the times. Fair Fawcett and that flip, though, honey, she brought that flip back. Do you hear me? She brought it back. Okay, so we're going to, this is our last question. It's about intimacy. Because these, again, these, the card game is really to help you generate the questions that you want to have. So this is the thing I've often wondered, right? When I get dressed in the morning, is my dude thinking about me in an intimate way while I'm getting dressed? Like, if me getting dressed going to work, is it doing it for him? I want him to be thinking about me all day when I'm at work. So the question is, when your husband gets up to go to work, Chai, are you thinking, I'm not going to put that sticky note in the bag because I don't want him to go? And by the way, <laughs> if you saw them on the first show, she put sticky notes in his lunches I for him. Do. And they say the cutest thing. So when he's at work, <laughs> by the way, if anybody's watching from his construction site, he does walk away from you because he gets a little emotional when he reads the sticky notes from Chaya. That, that, is, so un- that is so uncool. I just want to say that. That is so uncool. I just tossed that out there. So I'm so okay with it. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think a lot of women, if they, you know, you guys are five months in, but honestly, right after you did that, my brother sent me a virtual sticky note. And I'm not, I'm not getting emotional. I'm not going to do it. Okay. Because that, that meant a lot to me because I'm a sticky note girl. And if my guy put a sticky note on the mirror that said, Christine, have an awesome day, or I love you that I'm going to put that sticky note. Like, you know, back in the day, you put the money down in your bra. Mm -hmm. I will put that sticky note in there. You know why? Because it would mean a lot. So this is a question. So like, what, seriously, I need to know, like, do you think about that when he's going to work? Like, is he hot? Oh, definitely. Like, the send-off. Like, you can't leave the house without giving me a kiss. And, like, if he does, it, it rarely happens. It rarely happens that he leaves without giving me a kiss. I would call him. I'd be like, you okay? What happened? And I he'd be like, <laughs> What happened? And he leaves the house very early in the morning. But I'm like, what happened? Did, did we, did you, wait, are you okay? Did you, like, so he was what like, is it's going fine, on? it's fine. So yeah, definitely. He's we're five months in, and I'm I'm hoping this stays forever. But like, he's the greatest thing ever. So. I love that. So I just want to say, when you get dressed in the morning, does Nicole or do you look at Nicole like, oh my god? Nope. I mean, Tiffany. I'm saying Nicole. You said Tiffany. Nicole. You about to? Say I know, right? right? <laughs> Tiffany is we not Nicole. Just ring that the doorbell. Tiffany will go full. So Tiffany. So like, when you see her get dressed and she goes to work, or you she sees you go to work. Is there like a moment where you go, oh my, they're hot like fire, and I'm with that person? Oh, yeah, all the time. For me, in my in my mind, one of the things that I like to say, though, too, as far as females, so you guys can understand how males are, mm-hmm. sometimes give a guy enough brain space. Don't pile him up with information. Do this. We got to do that. Well, how do you feel about this? Well, this over there. Give him time. Us, us as guys, we need time to sit back, take a deep breath, and think about what we like about you, to disconnect from whatever we're doing or however oh, we're living, like to say, to sit back and appreciate you. 
if you if you get me 24 hours thinking about doing going here going there flying here getting this getting that da 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 i don't have time to think about how much how 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 many qualities of yours that i really appreciate and then turn around and express them to you right right that's beautiful mm -hmm. that's beautiful so reggie when you when you get up when well we already know your wife is going to work she's putting on these scrubs but we know she's adorable in them well it, it's it's two things and uh, shy mentioned it before mm -hmm. you we have to have um cultures in our household mm -hmm. when you leave and when you come in the house you find the person who's there you kiss them mm -hmm. before we leave in the morning we say prayer mm -hmm. um and what, what it told me when you said the sticky notes is men's mindset is already sex for the most part right so if you want intimacy as a woman mm -hmm. then you have to regenerate that mindset with sticky notes and you know how women say you need to call us and to get us in the mood and contact us all day long well that's not everyone if you want us to stop thinking strictly sex then you need to learn how to do that with us as well, well. No, but that's hold, on, question, hold on Reggie. hold on hold on this, that, that's not the question. The question no, no. was, when you look at her, do you think about I, her intimately? No, I, I'm getting do there. You? I'm getting there. Because this 20 is years of marriage, mm -hmm. it, it ain't a look anymore. It's interaction. It's interaction. So do I still look at her and know that she's fine and she's and she's my wife and I appreciate that? But so many more hats have Reg, come on. Reggie, I'm going to tell you, your wife is so upset right now with you. No. <laughs> I want to know when I'm getting dressed, putting on my scrubs, You're going not out to baby, <laughs> but, that but, this but, is hot for you. But, but, I don't want to hear the thesis on all the, the sources of the background no, of the backdrop of why we doing no, this. Got, I, is your wife hot in them scrubs or not? <laughs> My wife, a, is, my wife is hot with no, sleep in her eyes. That's all I want to hear. We don't want to see this out there, Reggie. Good Lord. We don't, we, we don't being excited for the first baby delivery and being excited for the 200th baby delivery ain't the same. But what I'm just saying, we I need to know that you hot for me. I'm going to tell you this because I met a woman and they've been married for over 50 years. And you know what this woman said? But we were talking about intimacy. No, no. I'm saying she, this is when, you, when she gets dressed. She said, my husband has been retired for 30 years. Mm -hmm. She said, but every morning he gets up and put on a pair of slacks, a dress shirt and a tie, and he says, I'll be back in a minute. She said, honey, when he come back, I'm at that front door with that robe on. <laughs> you know why? She said, because for years, she knew she would have to wait to the end of the day. She said, but now he do it just for me. He gets dressed just for me now i don't know what they doing <laughs> but i'm gonna tell you right now I, I want that magic when i'm like you know what i mean i want to be what's up now i'm gonna tell you this is what anisa said she said her favorite tv show back in the day was x files it took dedication since it came on friday nights and anisa said also regarding the debt question why <laughs> she said why yourself to she said allow yourself to be a uh, bolder Cut yourself loose and risk uh, maybe draining and drag you down in dead weight. Uh, Maria Cooper said, good evening. And uh, Shawana said, who is too strong of a woman to, uh, who is too strong of a woman to a real man? Okay, Shawana, I'm with you on that one. So I'm going to tell you guys, as we wrap up this episode. And well, I, I want to comment on that last part. Ooh. What is a real man? 
Okay, Shawana, this Boom. is a slapback from Willie. We're going to talk. Yeah. Shawana, I don't know why you putting our show Boom. in overtime right what now. Is, because what, so you done got yeah. Willie started. Right. What is a real man? It's in my book. I give it to you. Yeah, All right, man. y'all see how Chaya said today. Chaya said it's in my Boy. book. Exactly. And we're going to get back Full to definition. that. Full definition. Full definition. So I'm going to say, as we as we wrap up, you know, this session of Five F's to Love, and I want to talk to you guys about who you are as a person and what you want people to know about you. Because at this point, we know some things about you. But I really want you guys to kind of look at what is it that you need our community, 5S to Love community out there to know about you and something they can support you in. So, Chai, I'll start with you. Well, um, again, as you know, my name is Chai Perkins. And I want people to know that love exists. Love is desire. Love is nothing to run from. And love is amazing when you're with the right person and i just want to spread that message to everyone and let them know that that you can be happy in love and be yourself be authentic authentically yourself and that's my biggest thing is to make sure that you authentic and and able to know that you can find love in the same way so if you go to my website uh, myshylife.com that's my brand i am passionate about helping those date properly love properly and which is one of the reasons why i wrote my book but and you can get my book on my website as well um but that's my mission my mission in life is to understand that you can be authentically you be exactly who you want to be waking up going to bed and find the love of your life so guys just to let you know starting in december you guys will have the opportunity to see chaya every week because she will be on the five f's to love brand yes. with her own show called Chaya Lifestyle. And I'm really excited for her. I don't even know what to do about it because you know I'm all about love and she's all about the love brand too. Yes. So Chaya, yes. welcome to the 5 of the Love family. I love it here. I love it here. And I can't wait because I know she's going to really take couples and take people through that journey. And I'm really excited for her to join the brand. So Willie, what do you want people to know about you? Like, I know so many great things about you, but what is it you want people to know about you and to support you in moving forward? I think for me, and, and what's great about this show is this is a time in my life where all my support and love for helping people, getting people better, I'm starting to look at love from my standpoint, what makes me happy, and not being afraid to try different things. I come from a very chaotic world, most of you guys will never understand. I've seen things that for some people will appall them. Some people will say, wow, it's fantasies. But it's not reality. Mm -hmm. And I had to, and I'm doing it even to this day, learning how to love like a normal person. Mm -hmm. mm. I just want to say I almost got a little emotional in that sure moment, right? Um, and... You guys have got to understand something about what it is that we do here. The Five F's to Love uh, brand is really about bringing back the concept of love and relationships. That's what our focus is on. It's not on anything else, whether you're married, whether you're long-term dating, whether you're trying to find your one true love. That's what we're all about. That's what the brand is. So we talk about relationships. We want to talk about it in a holistic way. We know every relationship is not perfect. That's what life is not perfect right no person is perfect but what we want to do is we want to give you an opportunity every week to tune in to our podcast to talk about things that really happen real world stuff so reggie and i we don't like to skip around what 
reality is because every relationship is what it is. But our job is to try to help you get a little bit closer to what it is that you want to be. So before I tune out, of course, I got to do my own commercial. I created this app called the five F's to love. And I really would like you to download it. It's on iOS. It's a compatibility app. And I would love for you to rate it and let me know what your thoughts are. I know I'm a droider, but just to let you know, the coding on the droider should be released in another week or two. We're just working out some logistics in our beta testing that didn't go very well. So trust me, I can't download my own app yet on my phone on Android, but I did download it on my iPad. So I want to ask you guys to please download the app and let me know what your thoughts are and join us every week. We would love for you to follow and share the podcast. So as we close out this evening, I want to thank both of my guests, which would be Chaya Perkins. And I also want to thank Willie Burton. And I want to say this to you guys. You haven't seen the last of them. You guys will see Willie Burton a lot more often on my other podcast, which is Educators Roundtable. Yeah, I talk a lot about education. He'll be coming on on a regular basis as he begins to push out his curriculum. He'll have different athletes on there, different people talking about the program itself. Because why? He's in the process of pushing this all across the country. He wants this in curriculum and in schools all across the country. And what do I do? I use my platform to help people get positive messages out. So if you didn't know this, I'm passionate about education just as much as I'm passionate about love. And you guys will see more of Reggie because Reggie is going to start going to school to be what, Reggie? <laughs> Ooh, marriage and family counselor. That's awesome. what Reggie's doing. Awesome. So awesome. as Reggie goes through his journey, you guys will see more of Reggie just going opening up and, and launching his own brand within the five Fs. It'll be focused on family, family love, because that's what it's about. It's about creating those bonds. So I want to thank you guys again for joining me here at the five Fs to love podcast. And of course, we're here at Shops on Top at 2362 Russell Street in Detroit, Michigan, in Eastern Market. And just to let you know, Black-owned, fabulous garments. Yes. And just to let you know, Chai is wearing one of their outfits, yes, and I have one of their accessories. <laughs> so I want to say, if you're looking for the latest in high-end couture, and maybe some urban streetwear, we got Why Not Detroit, which means Why Not Wear It in Detroit. And we also have some of amazing famous garments that you would love to wear anywhere as you see chaya has on one of her dresses so again thank you for joining us here and that was a commercial just for them just to let you know and if you want to watch us every week we're 8 p.m to 9 p.m eastern standard time or you can always watch us anywhere on youtube facebook linkedin and also on itunes you can hear us in audio while you're in your car in anchor we're on eight podcast platforms right now. So thanks again for joining us here at the 5S to Love. See you next week. Todo yo brindo Desde lo feo hasta lo lindo Tú eres una prueba Que el mundo A mí nunca me brindó Quería casarme Yo tan loco